The following is a hoop ball presentation. My name is Lawrence Brooks, and you're listening to the Hoop Ball Mavericks podcast. Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for my betting tips. I always get asked, who you got, Lakers or Clippers, Brady or Mahomes? And I'll tell you what I tell them. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I tell people to bet with my bookie. My bookie's rep is rock solid, and they've got the best odds, contests, and promotions in the business. They're the only place I trust to handle my NBA-related bets. The sportsbook guaranteed to give you the best lines, for Monday night games, Wednesday night games, Saturday night, and everything in between. And you know me, I don't give my stamp of approval easily. To earn it, you've got to be the best at what you do. And my bookie is the best sports book out there. Period. It's simple. Sign up, enter promo code HoopBall, and get your deposit matched way halfway up to 1000 bucks. Head over to my bookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best. Bet with my bookie. Again, thank you guys for joining me. My name is Lawrence Brooks. This is the Hoop Ball Mavericks podcast. And unfortunately, we're back on a loss. But let's talk about this loss. Because a lot of times a team lose and the first thing we want to do is point at what didn't go right and what this guy didn't do and what that guy didn't do and how the coach made some questionable decisions and this person should have been in the game and that person should have not have played as many minutes All of the above happens, and we question everything from A to Z when a team loses, especially the Mavericks, if we're referring to Mavericks Twitter, which (laughs) sometimes we have to give them a break because we know that we're emotional about our team, and we really just want to see them win all the time. But in this case, the the Mavericks, they just lost to a better team. Tonight, they played the Clippers, as you all know. The loss was 109-99. to Now, I'm going to lead with love because I don't want to get on here and the first thing I start doing is talking about all the negative that happens. So let me start with love. I'll start with love. This is kind of what happened in this game. Well, for me, from my point of view, first of all, the Mavericks competed the entire game. I mean, you never felt like they were quite out of it, even though they they and if you saw my tweet, I said they have really good spurtability, which keeps them in games at all times. And that's and that's a good thing to have because they can get hot from the three point line. Luke is one of the best players in the league. Uh, Porzingis is also one of the better shooting bigs in the league. And they just have firepower that they can throw at you and, and actually get back in a game or make a lead push even further. So from that standpoint, they were in this game the entire game, and they were competing the entire game. But one thing that became very clear is that they just lost to a more talented basketball team. And sometimes that happens. Sometimes you just lose to a more talented basketball team. There's nothing wrong with that. Everyone has to come into the the season with a certain roster, and your roster isn't if if you're not one of the best teams in the league with multiple players on their team that is the best at their position, you fall into a you fall into the category of just being a good team. And tonight, 
the Mavericks were playing against a team that has championship aspirations. They have a, a very stacked roster, and the Mavericks are still trying to pull together a stacked roster. I mean, you got Porzingis, and you got and you got Luca. Porzingis tonight, not not the wildest game ever, but he was productive. He had twenty one points, one block, seven rebounds, and from Luca you got twenty five points, sixteen assists, ten rebounds. Moved past ninth all time passing Bob Cousy. He's he's killing the statistical categories every night to the point to where he's breaking a record. It seems like weekly. And so you just run out of stuff to say about Luka. He did have seven turnovers tonight. But again, the turnovers come from such high usage rate. And a guy that's handling the ball as much as he does, that has the offensive responsibility that he does, you're just going to run into games like that where that happens. But again, everyone came to compete. This game wasn't about whether or not you know they came in sluggish or... They were a step too slow or they couldn't really get up and down the floor because of this and that. No, the Mavericks came and played basketball. They were active all night. They tried to get out on shooters. They were trying to defend. But the one thing about these Clippers is that they actually have two all NBA perimeter guys. And that's just tough to deal with. So you got them having those two. And so you got Kawhi, you got Paul George. So from a defensive standpoint, someone has to take on that responsibility, whether it's Dorian Finney-Smith and um, Dorian Finney-Smith and Josh Richardson, or if it's Luca and Josh Richardson, or some combination of those three guys just in general: Luca, Josh Richardson, and Dorian Finney-Smith, defending, taking turns defending these two because they're a handful. So that's already going to have your energy level very much very much in a position to where you're going to expend energy on that side of the ball. So you're not going to be at your tip-top best offensively. So you, when you take that into account, and they didn't even have Serge Ibaka or they didn't have Serge Ibaka tonight. They didn't have Patrick Beverly tonight. Now, Patrick Beverly is not one of their offensive guys, but he's a key cog in what they want to do. So... Clearly, this team is just one of the teams that's just better than a lot of people in the NBA. And so the Mavericks, they they show that they can stack up against this team. Both teams came in, you know, reasonably healthy. Obviously, with Serge Ibaka being out, he's not one of their main perimeter guys in terms of one of their two stars. But again, he's a, a key piece to what they do. And the Mavericks had everyone that they have have everyone at their disposal. But anytime the Mavericks, it seems like when the Mavericks play teams that are in the upper echelon of the NBA, they only get big production from their stars. Now, granted, today you got a big game. Today was a good Tim Hardaway Jr. game. He was on fire. He was 8 of 12 from the field, 5 of 9 from 3, had 21 points. He shot the ball really well. And there were times where I think he should have gotten the ball more. Because a guy who's streaky like he is, he can get hot with the best of them in the league, and he can go cold with the best of them in the league. But the one thing about Tim Hardaway Jr. is when he's hot, look for any and all ways to get him the basketball. And I feel like I feel like the Mavericks dropped the ball in that sense a little bit tonight. But nonetheless, Luka made some really big shots that they needed. And they went on spurts, but they just could not keep the spurt going with stops. 
So they go on a seven, eight, or eight, eight point run, can't get a stop. They go on a six zero run, can't get a stop. Or they come down, which happened in the fourth quarter where they got the game within eight. I want to say they had a bad possession. Come down, Paul George misses a shot, and immediately Kawhi Leonard gets the rebound, gets an and one. They go up ten, and he goes to the free throw line. Now they're back up eleven. Those are those are just energy killers that you just when you're trying to make a comeback those type of things will just kill your spirit not in a way where they don't want to play anymore but just makes it even tougher to come back every time so i'm i'm not too disappointed about this game because honestly if you look on if if we're being honest this is a game that the mavericks should lose if the if the clippers come to play because they're just simply a more talented basketball team with more talent on their roster. And that's what the Mavericks next level is going to be. They need another perimeter playmaker. I know I've spoken Jalen Brunson has been great all year. He also didn't have his best game. Trey Burke has been missing. He literally had zero points today. He only played about six minutes, close to seven minutes. Um, didn't get much from Dorian Finney Smith. There was a few times Dorian Finney Smith had corner three-point shots that if he makes them it really it really gives them the boost they needed to come back but there were just times where they're trying to make a comeback they kick it to him in the corner he misses it they going they're going the other way and they find a way to get a basket because eight times out of ten i won't say nine times out of ten but eight times out of ten the clippers are going to find an easier way to get a basket than the mavericks will because the clippers know the Clippers know Luka is going to be the guy that's going to have the basketball more times than not. So when you're coming down on defense, you're going to have all eyes focused on him as opposed to the Clippers who have two guys on the perimeter that can make plays. Then you got a Reggie Jackson who's a proven playmaker. Then you got Marcus Morris who's a proven playmaker. All four of those guys can put the ball on the ground, make something happen off the dribble, where whether it's a shot for themselves or a shot for others. And the Mavericks just don't have that many guys that can do that. Now, in the fourth quarter, I will say, I don't know if this is something Porzingis just has in his bag and he doesn't use it, but he got the ball on the three-point line on the right wing, gave a little hezzy, put the ball on the ground, gave a little soft crossover, pulled up from the elbow, and knocked it down. And there was space, so obviously he has some room to operate, but if he can give you more of that, that makes them a lot more dynamic. But again... I don't think he consistently has that. I think he can pull that out from time to time and get a bucket. But when they play teams like this, it becomes very apparent that they don't have enough playmakers. And Luka can't be the only, as amazing as amazing as Luka is, he can't be the only guy that's generating offense for this team when they really need a bucket. Because every time you saw the Clippers make a play, you were like Every, anybody, anybody who was watching this game and who was rooting for the Mavericks, all you could really put your trust in was Luka. And he had the ball, and you're like, come on, Luka, let's make a play. But that's a terrible way to live our life <laughs> each game. So it's been working so far. They're in the playoff hunt. Last year they played seventh, and they've, been, they've played well. They've been one of the hotter teams in the NBA. But again, they played one of the top teams in the league, and when you play the top teams in the league, there's small, there's a small margin for error, and you're going to be tested from a talent standpoint. 
And th those the better teams are going to make you prove that you can beat them because they have the talent to beat you. But do you have the talent to beat them? And tonight was just one of those games where you could just see that there was a talent disparity. Um, Willie Colley-Stein was really active in today's game. He was doing things that just doesn't show up in the stat book, was active defensively, jumping the help side, being in, in um, position to um, make plays defensively or, or be a distraction defensively, not necessarily getting steals or getting blocks, but being active and being in the right spot can blow up a play. And he was doing that tonight, and it was showing up. But when you look down the roster, Jalen Brunson was in single digits tonight with eight points. Dorian Finney-Smith in single digits tonight with eight points. Josh Richardson went on a 6-0 run by himself in the first half and didn't score another point. He ended the game with six points. And these guys didn't get a lot of shots either. I mean, everything was going through Porzingis and Luka. And some of that was due to how the defensive was how the defense was playing, and some of that was due to the fact that when you play against better teams and you're forced to make plays, it looks a little different. Maxi, who's one of the best three point shooters in the NBA, he was one of four from from the field tonight. Only three points. He hit one three pointer. That's it. So it will be interesting to see if they can make some plays come you know before the trade deadline to see if they can get another perimeter guy that can make plays but i mean i don't know what they can package up to get somebody but they need they need more offensive production in the manner of playmakers on the perimeter and while they might not solve that issue this year that is something that they they will need to solve if they want to make the next step so tonight you know it's not that you know it's not the end of the world the Mavericks are going to be right there when it matters most. They're going to be in the playoff hunt. They are a playoff team. But again, they lost to a better team tonight. And sometimes that just happens. I mean, they did just beat Denver, and Denver's a really good team. So that shows you their capabilities. But the Clippers are just another level because of their offensive firepower on the perimeter. Having two top 10 perimeter guys on both ends of the floor, defensively and offensively, that is going to be problematic for your team if you don't have the the firepower to to combat what they can bring at you so let's move on to the next game they play them again on wednesday they have another opportunity to win maybe they get that one but tonight it it just showed that they just didn't have enough so um so you know hit the showers and let's get ready for next game but uh thank you guys for listening i really appreciate it everyone go stream download the podcast on all streaming platforms Leave a five-star review. Leave a one-star review. Let me know how you like the podcast. But I appreciate you guys listening. Again, you can catch me on Twitter at HoopBallMavs and at Hoop and at LBSaidIt. That's L-B-S-A-I-D-I-T, which is my personal account. Um, always talking to Mavs. Always speaking on basketball and everything in between. So see you guys on Wednesday. Same game. We got these guys again. Let's see if we can get a win because they, they're capable of beating anybody on any night. But tonight wasn't their night. So we'll see what happens. But everyone be safe. Have a good night. Go Mavs. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.